to another episode of Into the Night Minute. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1985 John Landis-directed comedy, Into the Night. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Dave. And I'm your other host, Sean. And guys, we are at minute 87 of this quote-unquote comedy. <laughs> comedy? You gotta be quotes. Comedy. <laughs> we, get, we get a little bit of a escrow talk in this a minute. I mean, that's comp- comedic, isn't it? <laughs> It's all about real estate deals. Real estate deals. Yeah. Golly, <laughs> Guys, golly, going into escrow. Uh, this minute is an insult to the audience that's still in the theater. <laughs> that's what this minute is. <laughs> this, this is the pee break of the movie. This is yeah. Wait, if, yeah, if that app was around in the eighties, this would be the the scene where it tells you you can yeah. As soon as you meet Jack, you can go pee. Yeah. yeah. What gets me is okay. So the audience is is they they got the you know they're, they're watching the beginning of this movie and like oh Jeff Goldblum what an interesting predicament he has himself in and oh wow what <laughs> they, 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 they got to run around the city what interesting and then he's like yeah how are they going to survive they get to Jack it's like oh you're just you're just plot dumping like yeah. just characters just so many characters that I don't remember because we've been through so many murders and chases and shootouts and and here it's like. And then, yeah, the audience is just Jeff Goldblum going like, "This is this is all about real what? estate deal." What? <laughs> yeah, I, I must say, like, I, I and I our last week on the show, I I expressed that I'm not a huge Goldblum fan, but like, yeah, in this minute, I'm like, me and Jeff, simpatico. We are on the same wavelength. Yeah. We are feeling the same thing. We just like, this is about a real estate deal. I think we're we're equally confused at this moment. So I'm <laughs> I'm I'm sympathizing with our protagonist here. Is what I'm saying. So I, I, I when I was watching this movie and when I was watching these minutes, I'm like, gosh, we are Jeff. Go- the audience is Jeff Goldblum in the whole entire movie. I mean, we, we're not able to be satisfied with our work. We're not able to be satisfied with our home life. We we go into the night to see movies and all this other junk, and we find out, oh, it's about a real estate deal. Great. Yeah. So speaking of uh, seeing this movie. When what's Matt? What's your history? When did you first see this movie? You're, you're a longtime fan. You saw this in the theater. What's what's your history? Last week was the first time I seen this movie. First time you heard about it is when we bothered him. <laughs> no, no, no. I saw I saw uh, you know uh, I, I saw ads for it. You know, be like, hey, there's another movies by minute cast thing going on. I'm like, oh, that's cool. I've never seen this movie. Huh. I never knew John Landis actually did this movie. Huh. Um, I mean, I've seen him do other stuff. All those other Michael Jackson movies. You know, uh, what is it? The Michael Jackson videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, coming to America, Trading Blazes. I'm like, oh, this is probably a really good movie then. And then, <laughs> yeah, first time watching this. And then it isn't. Okay. All right. Yeah, I just, uh, I find myself watching this minute and I just like, I look at all the dust on my computer. And I'm just like, oh man, I should... <laughs> Uh, I should dust really that. Clean. I should get a Swiffer to that thing. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. Shaheen, mm-hmm. huh? Oh, man. My, I got to really clean up my desk real quick. Yeah. Can I clean it up? I'm like, oh, I got a Swiffer to this thing. Really? Oh, man, Ooh. look at all this hair. So much of my hair is Do on Do I really desk. need my Hotas up here right now? I don't Am know. I, do I shed? Am I shedding as I podcast? Is this what I do now? <laughs> I'm only 30. God, I'm losing this Dandruff? much hair? Gosh. Ah. Yeah, I was like, I hope it's Dandruff. What is that? That's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, and so they introduce this this lady who is like uh, she's a head of uh, the family, and she now like is killed her nephew over the stones, but she wanted money, and then he he she went try to go to Jack for a loan, and he didn't he didn't want the headache, 
Um, this has got to be worse than a headache than here. Well, with all this. none of this makes any sense. So, so the aunt is, so the aunt is doing a deal. Yeah. The nephew wants to get in on the deal. Yeah. So she's like, okay, if you bring, you know, you need to kick in some money. Yeah. To buy into this deal. Yeah. And they'll, so the nephew is like, oh, I've got these stones in a safe deposit box in Switzerland. I'll go get them. And like, that'll be my collateral to get into the deal. And then the aunt kills the son. Like, cause I guess, I mean, this is kind of getting ahead a little bit when, but when, uh, when, when uh, Jeff Goldblum goes to meet with Shaheen. The Savics are there, mm-hmm. like the 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 crazy Three Stooges, the Five Stooges Iranians that have been going around killing people a whole movie. Yeah, they're there, and it's like, well, aren't you like, aren't we on the same side? Like the 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 nephew was bringing the stones to the aunt. Why did the aunt have the nephew killed? Yeah, am I like, am I the only one who's wondering that? I, I'm wondering if the whole entire having him coming on of the deal was like a ploy to just get the stones for herself and not have her nephew in on the deal or just be in the deal on herself oh yeah that could be that's a, i mean that. the only thing i can think of other she's like so spiteful of her nephew that she's like nah i don't want him here i just want to do it myself yeah but so she's kind of a setup where she like she didn't know where the stones were but if she gives him a reason to bring them out of hiding yeah because uh-huh. i'm pretty sure that she doesn't need all the stones for this escrow deal and i think it's absolute like bullshit like this whole thing about like Needing money, I I think her and her Iranian like goons. I think there's enough money. They got enough money for whatever this real estate deal they're doing. Like I just don't see them scrambling, going, "Oh, we don't got enough money for all this." Like, no, you from the amount of violence you protrude, mm-hmm. you could have easily gotten the money. Well, do you think well, that all look- that money that she has is you know a, you know actual in assets, or does she have liquid money at that, or liquid I, assets at that moment? Mm. You know, does she? But it, it, is it yeah, in real estate already? Mm-hmm. I thought about that, but then it's not like where it's like, okay, she's wealthy, but it's not liquid and she needs cash. But it's not like Hasi's bringing cash either. I mean, maybe like it's easier to turn jewelry or turn, you know, gemstones into cash than real estate or something. But he's, you know, he's got an asset that would either you borrow against it or would need to be sold or like. Yeah. You know, so he's that, not bringing cash yeah, anyway. I was going to say, yeah, you know, they got like a jewel appraiser to be like, oh, this stone's worth. Four hundred thousand dollars. Then you got to find a buyer. Yeah, so you got to do like either an auction or some kind of high end like black black market sale. Get your get your no no questions asked. Four hundred thousand. Not get screwed out of that deal. Um, well, yeah, and then supposedly the whole the urgency is this is all time. You know, there's a time urgency that this escrow has to close on this specific date, so they don't have the money in time. They you know, they, they lose it or something. Is like, there a so, real estate office somewhere? They're like, I hope they get that money in the next week, Larry, or else that escrow is going to go away. I know, Sharon. I don't know what they're going to do. They're just like tapping away on like their typewriters. Yeah. I wonder how they're going to pay. I hope they don't bring us like uncut diamonds. No, no, no. I'm sorry. These are, these aren't diamonds. These are what? Emeralds or whatever. Yeah. Why does she just like, just rob the bank? Just, I don't even mean for the sake of robbing the bank. Like, is, if it's hell up in a bank, just screw over the bank where it's like they can't do anything for the next week. So you'd be like, walk in and say like, hey, I'm here with the money, but your bank was closed down because you guys got, I don't know, firebombed and robbed or something. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so it's just like, I feel like there's just 
if I if I had if I had Iranian assassins and I had like the time and the money to just send these guys all around the sea just like just to kill people, kill Frenchmen, kill assassins who look a lot like pop singers, to to kill like the who's who of like upper Hollywood. I feel like this woman has made so many enemies tonight that right. if she did not get like spoiler arrested by the police. Like, there'd be some Goombas, like some like, Italian mafioso guys, or some Yakuza guys, or somebody would show up at her door, and they're like, we're we're having a parlay right now. <laughs> like, you just can't go and start shooting all of, like, West Hollywood and, and, and think, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get my real estate deal working. Like, no! I, I don't know anything about L.A. and Hollywood, and I know you'd be on so many hit lists if you did su- you pulled such a... Uh, yeah, right. I, I mean, back in the '80s, it was a different time, though. You got to understand. You, you could bring uncut diamonds to a real estate office and be like, "Hey, I, I know, I know, I'm supposed to be give you at least, you know, a quarter of a mil right now. Can you just take a quarter of a mil out of these? <laughs> oh yeah, we got it. We <laughs> Can got you a, make a change the for these emeralds. Can you oh, make yeah. change? <laughs> I mean, sure, but I think she's causing so much heat. Is what I'm oh, saying. of course, of course. Yeah, she's bringing so much heat to the table that no one would be like, "I don't want to do business with you." Because like there is like at least four different police investigations right now about what your your guys did. Like people are gonna start saying, yeah, there's a bunch of Iranian guys in like you know in, 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 in suits and they stumbled upon they, they kept stumbling in the doors and choking and shooting people. Like that's gonna like and the police are gonna find out. Yeah, they're not subtle about any of this. But I wanted like the highlight for me uh, for this minute is when. Larry has to tell Jack about the man in the boat. <laughs> Hold on. I actually have to go through a minute. I, I can't even remember the man in the boat part. Hold on. I mean, other than the obvious. Yeah. The funny, the, just the way that Jack says it, like, oh, yeah, Larry told me about the man in the boat. I'm like, I don't know. You, you should, you know, you've been around the world. You've been around a, a few times there, you know. Jack, you should know about the man in the boat. That's all I'm saying. All right, nobody likes that joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, the, I get uh, the men in the boat. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. now I get it. I was like, I was like, what I get, what's this vagina reference making right now? And then I was like, oh yes, yes, yes. We were talking about earlier with Larry and the the guys. Yes, her, him and, and, and his lady friend. Okay, I'm like yes, now I remember. Um, yeah, like I, I feel like yeah, I, even Jack like, in his older age, he should he should he should get his, hire his own crew. You know, uh, hire some guys, uh, go down there, um, start a war. Well, and obviously, so Larry, Larry looks tough. Larry looks intimidating. Like, I'm not about to mess around with Larry, mm-hmm. but, you know, it maybe it's, he's all, you know, all show, all, all bark, no bite, where he looks, you know, he looks big and tough, but then in an actual fight, he kind of looks like he, you know, he got the worst end because we see, you know, we see the Savox later. And like they're not, they're not hurt at all. Like no band aids or anything, no neck braces. They're not wired up like jaws or anything. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is like Larry. Hopefully that woman didn't get drowned by the Iranians. <laughs> like I hope God, God, yeah, God willing, she was able to get home with her shirt and like neck, like you know, free from uh, free mm-hmm. from damage. We but hope. maybe Larry's like, okay, they haven't shot me yet. They're beating me up. I could take the hits because as long as I'm alive, I'm going to report this back to Jack. Okay. And then, you know, and I trusted Jack that he will find a way to handle them. 
Right. So he like Jack. So Larry took a beating. Yeah. Like it, it, so it's, that it's so that the, the woman could yeah. get away. Yeah. Like it's like it's like oh. in uh, the nice guys when like uh, Russell Crowe's like I get it. You come in and you beat me up. It's part of the job. I get it. So mm-hmm. like there's like certain when you're an enforcer, there must be some part where like there's gonna be some days where people are gonna hit me back and I can't take that personal. Kind I of just got territory. Yeah, it comes with the territory, and so. Larry was just like, all right, let's make sure we don't get a lady murdered on this boat so, like, a cops don't come in, have a police investigation. Fine. Beat me up. Fine. I can take the hits from these these little guys. And so he's like, yeah, neck brace is, mm. you know. But maybe Larry will come back from it. You know, he, he looks like a you know, fit guy. He could probably come back from this type of stuff. But yeah, okay. yeah, goes back to, yeah, goes back to Jack, tells Jack what happened. So, so now Jack knows how to handle uh, the, the uh, what's her name? Shaheen? Shaheen. Shaheen. Shaheen and her, uh, yeah, Iranian hitmen. Um, but yeah, just it's just like it's like it's like John Landis takes comedy in the solid minute. We have like a solid minute of exposition dumped on us. Well, nothing was explained beforehand. I mean, we're just getting <laughs> everything now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, an hour, almost an hour and a half into the film, we're like, yeah, I could see them like you know sitting on the set, you know, the writers' room, and being like, you know what, maybe maybe we should like tell the audience what this movie's about <laughs> it's just like, want to know that there's so many times earlier in this movie where you could have picked like any of these other supporting characters and just like example if i said if we just stuck with bowie as like a hitman following them mm-hmm. you could have had this like tom cruise collateral level of like he's hunting them and people would have been like fine like they're just being chased by iranians or being chased by that frenchman they're being chased by uh, uh by bowie wow what a what a what a, what a, what a riveting film but yeah. They keep throwing away these side plots, like, oh, we're done with that. Now we're done with this. Um, let's see, it's it's almost daytime now, but we're not done with this movie. Okay, let him nap, and we'll we'll have him do something more the next night. I remember her brother? What happened with that? Yeah, yeah we're done with dude, that line. The, remember the dude with her brother? What yeah, we're that? done with that plot line. We're just... We're okay. Just, they just we're, keep slamming these what, books closed. No, what about Ed's car? Can we, no, get, can we go back and get back? Yeah. No, no, no. We're closing the door on that. No, nothing. nothing no setups. No, nothing. Well, the, there's Ed's car. There's the brother's car. There's there's a lot of... No, nothing. We're never going to see Akron. We're never going to see Akron again. Done. Done. That's done. That's yeah, done. what happened to Dan Akron? I mean, he, maybe the, he's on the 12 o'clock flight to Las Vegas. Uh, the, 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 all the talk in the, the workplace about the different computer systems was done. It's done. Right? Oh, no. electrical. What, what was Ed working on? I mean, who cares now? Doesn't right? matter. Don't. Doesn't boom. Matter. Done. We're just going forward. So I like the I like the connection, like, out of all this, like, this whole story, this exposition that Jack dumps out us, the connection that, um, that Goldblum makes. Oh, my wife sells real estate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he'll call his wife. No, that's not important. Like that's, that's, that doesn't come back to no, anything. No, no, no. Yeah, his relationship is done with his wife. It's no big deal anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's done. So done. Why, you know, so why doesn't he mention that later when he's meeting with Shaheen? And he's like, you know, he's trying to baffle her with his BS. He's like, oh, I'm I'm from immigration. You're all going to be deported. No, I'm from the FBI. No, I'm from the CIA. Like he, I'm at one point he says I'm from. What is it? Diane's with the CIA and I'm with the British Secret Service. Like, why didn't he mention that? Like, oh, you know, and, you know, as one of those things like, oh, yeah, my wife works in real estate. I'm here about the escrow. Like, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that would have got him at the door. I'm here for the escrow. Yeah, I'm here oh, for the, like, oh. it would have made more sense to bring it up then than it makes sense to bring it up here. Hi, no. I'm, a, uh, I'm an escrow agent and I deal in uh, diamonds. Do you have yeah. any? Like, like, oh, Jack, look at I these see... stones that you have. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, you know, Jack, I see you're on your deathbed. I have a bed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't sleep in it. Who it's knows why? Yeah, I don't sleep. Yeah. 
Jeff Gold- yeah, Goldblum's just like pulling at these connections that don't make sense to anyone else. And I think like, yeah, is this is it this minute or the next when it's like you you just go now? Like the adults are talking. Yeah, Jack, and, you should leave. And, and it's like I do, and we also you have to keep remembering he doesn't he doesn't sleep. Like he doesn't like, sleep. He's gone on like at least forty eight hours of not sleeping. And and I guess for a man who looks like he should be on like forty hours no sleep. He's not as um, weird or hallucinogenic yet about maybe, it. Maybe he is hallucinating this. Maybe this uh. whole entire plot, right, plot, 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 plot point right here is hallucination. When did he start hallucinating, Matt? <laughs> Let me know then, and, I'll, and I can write he, this movie off. As soon, it started as soon as he found Diane in the middle of the parking garage while she's right. being chased by Iranians. The whole entire movie is, uh, <laughs> is, is hallucination. I He's, yeah, his... um. This is it. His car has an exhaust leak. He drives to the airport and he sits in, you know, he sits at the airport garage and he's like, oh, should I go? No, I'm going to go. I'm not going to go. He, yeah. you know, waffling back and forth while the car's running. Yeah. And he passes out from the fumes. Okay. And so, and so everything after, everything from the point he pulls in, you know, he parks at the airport, everything after that is is Jack slowly dying. <laughs> from carbon monoxide poisoning in his car. I definitely like that. Yeah, I definitely like that better than like my idea where it's like Diana did get in the car and the car like flipped and he got like knocked unconscious and he like wakes up like, oh, that was a good sleep. Like, oh, mm. like just like knocked out from like the car rolling. So, oh, yeah. Like, the, the Iranians like shoot him in the head and he's in a coma. And he's like, oh, that's the best sleep I've had in weeks. Yeah. Ed, you've been asleep for three months. <laughs> and yeah, and he wakes up, and yeah, and here and the, the, the Jack is there, but like it's not like it's not Jack as we know. He's just an old guy. Yeah. Well, no, like the, so the like the, Diana is the nurse, okay, and uh-huh. then the doctor comes in, and it's Jack, and <laughs> and, and then the other nurses are like the Iranians or something, like right? That. Like the yeah, well, you know, this nurse comes in. It's a male nurse comes in for like a sponge bath, and it's it's, it's, it's John Landis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I was, I was, I for sure thought that one of the Iranians was. Uh, it, it, I know it's John Landis, but it looks so much like Al Pacino instead. <laughs> I, I was like, is Al Pacino in this movie? He's just hanging out. Yeah. Just God, I, like I would love it if one scene they did do it and they never said it. Like, yeah. like Al Pacino later, like, in like a couple of years, like you know, I was in Into the Night Minute. I play one of the Iranians. Yeah. I looked just like John Landis, and nobody knew. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a Dunkachino? <laughs> I feel like that's like a missed opportunity with like all the cameos and you know all the different like the different directors and all these other people you know friends of John Landis that he puts in the movie. Like all those the, the you know those kind of Iranian thugs. Like other than John Landis, they're they're nobody really. Yeah. Like th- I think that would have been yeah like a good place for. Yeah. Um, particularly, yeah, someone who's not known or wouldn't have been known for having a beard at that point in their career to like put them up, you know, put them in a beard. So maybe no one recognizes them. And and this yeah. movie couldn't but be no. hard to film because like, like, I mean, you're just like in LA spots just at night. Yeah. So if you were like a TV actor and like, maybe you recorded like your television show, like early in the morning and stuff you could like you could like just essentially go here at night film your scenes for into the nut you know for, for into the night and then you go right to from that set into the you know the warner brothers lot to film like you know uh you know days of our lives or some kind of like soap opera or whatever people you know a lot of these tv actors could have been doing then um and then you know 
it would have been easy, you know, a second paycheck for, you know, I'm already up because I've got to do these, you know, other soap operas and other TV shows. I can't sleep either. Might, might as well just film all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I do don't you know think they had... Guys... Oh, do, you, do, you, do you have any daytime scenes? Oh, no. During daytime scenes, our actors will be napping in a sewer, and then we'll yeah, come back yeah. to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> For nine well, hours. I was wondering, like, do, you, do you think they actually had, like, did they go through the trouble of getting filming permits for all these different locations, or did they just kind of bow no. finger it? No, they're just running no, around no, L.A. with a camera and a, you know, a, a car, and like, quick jump out of the car, film this scene in front of Tiffany's. Oh, the cops are coming. We got to go. Do you know how dead it is in L.A. at night, even now? Oh, really? It is just like this movie. It is dead. Nothing's oh, really? around. Yeah. Like, it's not like anything like like New York or anything like that. It is super dead. Like, after 2 o'clock, after, you know, on a Tuesday night, oh, God, it is just empty. So you could just film a, a film, you know? I'm pretty sure we could do Into the Night 2, Electric <laughs> Boogaloo, in L.A. Now, right now. <laughs> it's on. All right. <laughs> Don't give Jim any ideas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to film this whole thing with a drone, so I'm going to be flying the drone down the road. <laughs> yeah. I want to need you to look at the drone as it flies over, okay? Sean, you weren't looking at the yeah. drone. Sorry, I was distracted. Sorry. It's a really nice drone. I just want to look at it. I'm look at the drone, yeah. <sighs> All right, so we got now we have now we now we know the stakes and how high they are. <laughs> yeah, because you know, if that escrow falls through, Shaheen is just in. She's she's done for, man. Oh my goodness! I mean, <sighs> you know, it, it's, it's yeah. I mean, we've seen people get killed, so we know that the the stakes are life and death. But even like knowing that, I'm still like, that's it. I'd be did like if I died, like you know, if I died and it was like, you know, billion dollars in Bitcoin or something. <laughs> You know, I'd, I'd, I'd feel similar to the people that died in the making of this movie. Like, really? I, I died for that? For like, real I died for escrows? Gosh, okay. <laughs> okay, I suppose. That's the way it's going to be. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Like, what are these Iranian, you know, special forces dudes getting out of this at this point? If, I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Like they're just they're, they're just there to get the stones back for Shahi because yeah they're working for her so what the hell's going on? Are they, you know are they commission? Uh, that's the thing. or is I don't it just know. you know a flat rate thing? Like they seem well they and they seem to like to destroy stuff. We saw them on the <laughs> boat. There's a couple other scenes where it's like they're barely even looking. I get you know I I'm not even sure. Like I kind of wonder are they breaking stuff up to see if. You know, if the stones are hidden, like, are they inside a book? Do they, you know, hide them in the TV or something? But then they're, like, just destroying stuff and not even really looking through the wreckage mm-hmm. where they're just destroying stuff for the sake of destroying it. I don't know. Do they I'm... just like breaking stuff and hurting people? I think that's it. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe these hitmen are not nice men. That's... They're not mm-hmm. nice men, Sean. Nope, nope, not at all. Starting to get that impression that maybe we shouldn't be rooting for the Iranians. No. Wait, wait, I never was. <laughs> you were? Jesus, Sean. I, I, I don't know. I, just, I mean, you they're know. funny. They're slapstick. It's kind of funny. Nobody's perfect. Honestly, I don't even know who I want to root for at this point. Like, I was like, maybe Bowie, like, he's an assassin, but he's a sharp-dressed assassin. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm uh, definitely not rooting for... Uh, Jeff Goldblum, not really. No. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not relying on him to to to, to help us out of here. 
Oh yeah. boy! All right, all right. So I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good for Tuesday. That's <laughs> yeah. hands hands up. Uh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. We don't want to. It's it's Tuesday. It's early in the week. There's there's many more minutes to go. We don't want to. Exactly. We got to deal with. Don't want to overdo it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's all I had for uh, for eighty seven. Anything, Matt? Anything you wanna? You feel need mm. to add? I um no. I, I feel like I'm gonna be awake for a couple more hours now too. <laughs> Yeah, that this movie will give you insomnia. I guess it's good. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways, guys, <laughs> uh, you guys can also, uh, if you do like this uh, podcast, you can find this podcast on Into the Night. I'm sorry, you can find this Into the Night podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play, or on the main site, nightminute.com, which Nightman. sounds amazing. I <laughs> mentioned um, social media is also available at the King Lives Listeners Limo on Facebook and on Twitter at Night Minute as well too, guys. Um, yeah, let's do a little bit of plugs. Uh, Sean, where are you from? Uh, so you can you can hear me on uh, Five Minutes of Mime, which is my weekly podcast on mime and silent performing and all sorts of stuff. And uh, I could also be heard on Spinal Tap Minute, where I covered the movie. Sp- this is Spinal Tap, one minute at a time with my co-host Heidi. And then I also did a little thing called Groundhog Minute, where I covered the movie Groundhog Day, one minute at a time with my co-host Dave. And speaking of Dave, here he is right here. Hey, here I am. Uh, yes, hi. Uh, no, I'm covering right now Five Minutes of Mystery, which is Mystery Men and Five Minute Chunks. And uh, I'll do another little plug. Uh, this summer, we are working on a Movies by Minutes uh, trivia fundraiser for cystic fibrosis. So um, I'm be like sending links out to a lot of the podcasts that participate, but I'll definitely make sure that on my podcast I'll be uploading every episode of every game. So if you love movie trivia, uh, you love like talking about all the little movie details and stuff like we do, uh, you know, keep an ear to that, and we'll have the links to the uh, fundraiser in there. That sounds great. Yeah, and you guys can find me and uh, my co-host uh, other podcast as well too we did roughneck minute going over uh, starship troopers one minute at a time and uh independence day minutes going over independence day one minute at a time instead of four minutes at a time because that sounded weird <laughs> how do we end this i think we just i think do. we just did oh i think it's... we just go into the night, into the night. <laughs> do we thank you or what i'd say i fall in the or what category 